welcome to the You on the Camino podcast for and about first-time pilgrims on the Camino de Santiago in Spain with your host, guide, and longtime pilgrim, Nancy Reynolds of the Camino Experience. In episode 14, last week, I said that in the next episode, I would be talking about how much does it cost to walk the Camino, and I would share with you my simple budgeting process. But we can't do that yet, because we haven't yet talked about food. Next to accommodations, food will be your biggest on-the-ground expense on the Camino. Hi, this is Nancy, and in this episode, I'm going to share with you the options and costs for eating on the Camino. Then, in the next episode, we can incorporate those costs into the overall budgeting process. Eating on the Camino can be an exciting adventure and a culinary journey in and of itself. Some days, you will wade through a gourmet extravaganza provided by some very creative kitchens. Other days, you'll find yourself in mm, a culinary wasteland where the only goals are to stave off hunger and find some basic nutrition. Either way, you won't go hungry. Two things to mention before I get going here. First, as with any mention of prices along the Camino, keep in mind that they tend to change usually in an upward direction. So take the prices I share as guidelines for your planning and budgeting process. And second, you may have heard that the Spanish diet is heavily oriented towards meat and bread. Where does that leave the vegan and vegetarian eaters? And what if you require a gluten-free diet? Well, good news, things have been evolving in Spain and there are now plenty of food options for everyone. You do have to work at it some, but it is completely doable. And I will include some tips for all of you. Let's get going then. The first thing you need to know about eating on the Camino is this, the Spanish bar. The word bar means different things in different cultures, so let me clarify. In Spain, the bar is like a cafe, and it's sometimes like a restaurant, and often it is the center of town or neighborhood life. For the pilgrim's purpose, the bar is the source of all good things. There you find many of the things you need each day, coffee or tea, breakfast, snacks, lunch, refreshing after-trail beverages dinner, restrooms, and the ever-popular Wi-Fi. There is at least one bar in all but the smallest hamlets in every town and village, and the bigger cities will have a seemingly unlimited selection of bars to choose from. Bars are usually open when everything else might be closed. They are easy enough to find, but also your albergue hospitalero or hotel reception desk will know where to find the bar and the opening hours. Let's talk about breakfast. 
The first meal of the day always includes a hot drink, which is usually coffee-based. The most frequently made coffee drink is a café con leche, or coffee with milk, which costs anywhere from one euro to one euro and sixty cents, and more if you want a big one, or what would be called a double or doble. Not a coffee drinker? Teas and hot chocolate are also available for similar costs. The standard pilgrim breakfast on the Camino is bread, toast, or a croissant offered with jam and sometimes butter, plus coffee and juice. In the smaller towns, you might find prepackaged muffins, cakes, or breads. I've seen this breakfast, this pilgrim breakfast, offered both on a donativo or donation basis or for anywhere from 3 to 5 euros. Such a breakfast is a bit low on nutrition for a walking pilgrim, so a popular meal is what's called the second breakfast, taken at the bar in the next town or the next town after that. That one, hopefully, involves a piece of the ubiquitous egg and potato pie, which is called tortilla española and another café con leche, and maybe another juice. This second breakfast will cost another 3 to 5 euros. You may be wondering if these are the only breakfast options in Spain. What if you simply need more to get your day going? Some places do offer a more robust breakfast with fruit, yogurt, cheeses, and homemade cakes. You may also see eggs cooked to order bacon, and sliced meats, and always coffee, teas, and juice. These fuller breakfasts will cost more, of course, and I've seen them for, say, from 7 euros in a casa rural or hostal, and up to around 12 euros in a hotel. The other breakfast option is to shop at one of the supermarkets along the trail. I like to pick up yogurt and fruit each afternoon for my next day breakfast. Groceries in Spain are, in my opinion, very reasonably priced, and I've been able to put together a morning meal this way for a couple of euros. Now, lunch. Many pilgrims choose to go the picnic route for this meal or to grab a bocadillo from a bar along the way. A bocadillo is a large piece of baguette-style white bread, sliced lengthwise, with meat, cheese, or an egg omelet inside. Occasionally, you might be able to get a slice or two of tomato added to your bocadillo, but more often than not, these are one-ingredient affairs. Bocadillos cost anywhere from 3 to 6 euros. Add in a drink and lunch will be 5 to 8 euros. There is another option for lunch though, and I think it's a good one. And that is to do lunch the way the Spanish do it, with a proper sit-down midday meal. Lunch is served in bars and restaurants in Spain roughly between 1 and 4 in the afternoon, give or take 30 minutes on either side. Many places along the Camino will serve a menu del día, or menu of the day. The menu consists of three courses. A first course of a salad, soup, or pasta dish, 
and a second course of a meat, fish, or egg dish, and a third course, which is dessert. The menu will come with bread plus water or wine included. The price of a menu varies from small town to city and from weekdays to weekend days. And you can expect to pay anywhere from, say, 12 to 20 euros for a menu or more on the weekends. My strategy is to plan to finish walking each day in time to have the menu del dia. That, then, is my big meal of the day. And often at dinner time, I'll have something light, like a drink and a tapa or two instead of another meal. I'll talk about tapas more in a few minutes. Next up, I'll talk about dinner. But before I do, let me throw in a little vocabulary lesson. As I've said, the word menu in Spanish means a three-course menu where you select from a list of first and second courses and dessert. All of this, plus usually bread and a drink, are included for a set euro amount. The other word to know when you head to the restaurant is for when you would like a list of items to choose from, like what we call a menu in the U.S. In that case, you would ask for a carta, C-A-R-T-A. Okay, now dinner. One of the most ubiquitous and therefore popular meals on the Camino is the Pilgrim's Menu, or Menu del Peregrino, which is very much like the Menu del Dia I just described. It comes with those three courses, and usually with bread plus water or wine included. These Pilgrim's Menus cost a little less than the Menu del Dia, And you can expect to pay anywhere from, say, 10 to 17 euros for one. They are really good value for the hungry pilgrim and are found at just about every stop on the Frances route. As I mentioned, I prefer to have my big meal in the middle of the day and to have the menu del dia. In addition to having plenty of time to digest that big meal before bedtime, I also find that the quality of the daily menu is usually better than that of the pilgrim's menu, which often is created to serve dozens of hungry pilgrims all at once. Also, the pilgrim's menus do all start to look the same, but the menus of the day tend to be more varied and unique to the region you're in. They may cost a couple euros more, but I think they're worth it. That said, I will share that occasionally I hear from my meat-eating friends that there are some truly fantastic pilgrim's menus on the Camino. Pilgrim's menus are served in the evening between 7 to 8 p.m., which is a bit earlier than the normal Spanish dinner time, which is 9 p.m. or even later. The daily menus and the pilgrim's menus will be served in bars and restaurants. If there is no bar or restaurant in a town or village, the place you're staying will offer a meal, possibly a menu. Or if you're staying in an albergue, often there will be a kitchen available for pilgrim use. You may be wondering if the only way to get a meal at a bar or restaurant is by ordering the daily or pilgrim's menus. The answer is no. As I mentioned before, you will also find many places have a carta or list of other items available. You might see the word ración, 
which is a portion that's large enough to share with friends. Or if it's just you, it could serve as your main course. You may also see platos combinados, or combo plates, I think. This means that everything will be served all at once, on the same plate, rather than one course at a time, as with a menu. These platos are likely to be limited to meat, eggs, fries, and salad, or some combination of that, so they don't offer the same or as many choices as you might get with a menu. Dining gets even more interesting in the larger cities along the Camino, where you'll find restaurants serving non-Spanish cuisines. For example, you're likely to see restaurants that serve Asian and Italian cuisines, and you will see donor kebab places as well. The latest developments to the culinary landscape have been the arrival of restaurants that offer exclusively vegetarian and vegan dishes. Let me say more about dinner and cooking at the albergues. Pilgrims staying at the albergues along the Camino have the opportunity to participate in one of the most enjoyable Camino experiences, the shared pilgrim meal. Many of the towns along the Camino are too small to have many or any dinner options, so the albergues in these towns will provide an evening meal. Albergue meals are often very similar to the standard pilgrim's menus served at bars and restaurants, consisting of three courses, bread and wine. But at other times, they're just very simple affairs with maybe one course and bread and wine. What makes these meals so special is the company of other pilgrims who are on the same path as you and who are sharing their personal stories around the table. Shared meals in the albergues are often offered for a donation or donativo. As a reminder, that doesn't mean they're free. Rather, pilgrims pay what they are able to pay, or if they have the means, they would pay the same amount as they would pay for a similar meal in a bar or restaurant. If a meal in an albergue is not offered for a donation, then you may see a charge for anywhere from 8 to 12 euros. One of the most affordable and enjoyable ways to share a meal on the Camino is to team up with your fellow pilgrims to shop, cook, and eat together using the kitchen in the albergue. Each pilgrim takes a task, meal planning, shopping, cooking, or washing up, and the cost of groceries is divided up. I've had a couple of beautiful, delicious meals this way, with a price tag of only a few euros for each person. One of my most memorable meals was when a pilgrim offered to cook for me if I would buy the groceries, as he was low on funds. That meal cost around three euros for the two of us, and obviously the memory has stuck with me. For those who prefer to picnic or cook their meals, shopping for food on the Camino is just like shopping anywhere. The only consideration is the opening hours of the food shops and supermarkets. Food shops in Spain are called alimentación or supermercado. In the smaller towns and villages, you'll find the small alimentación shops and supermercados open standard Spanish hours, which is roughly from 9 in the morning till 2 in the afternoon, and then again from 5 in the evening until 8. On Saturdays, the food shops usually don't reopen in the evening, and then they will be closed on Sundays. 
Hours may vary slightly from these, so do check with your albergue or hotel host when you check in. In the city, supermercados are usually open all day from 9 in the morning till 9 at night or so, Monday through Saturday. They used to all be closed on Sundays, but even that's changed in some places. If you're going to be cooking in your albergue, it's a good idea to check the kitchen to see what previous pilgrims have left behind before heading off to the food shop. Often, you'll find cooking or olive oil, vinegar, salt, pepper, and other standard items, so you won't need to buy them. You may also find a half bag of rice or pasta or some other interesting item that could fit into your meal. Items left behind in shared kitchens are available, first come, first served. And don't hesitate to leave behind those items you don't use. The person who comes along next will be equally grateful. Another smart tactic for cooking on the Camino is to check just how well equipped your kitchen is. Does it have all the pots and pans needed for what you want to cook? Is there a grater? A big bowl for salad? Enough plates and forks for everyone? Better to know before you return from the store laden with provisions and no tools with which to prepare and serve them. That's an overview of the meals, meal times, and where to eat along the Camino. Now let me dive into some more specifics about a few of these. I'll start with what I think is Spain's most fantastic contribution to the culinary landscape, tapas. Tapas are small plates of tasty little treats that are meant to fill that awkward hunger gap between lunch and dinner. The word tapa comes from the verb tapar, which means to cover. The original tapas come from the Andalusia region of Spain and were slices of bread or meat placed over glasses of sherry to prevent the invasion of fruit flies between sips. In smaller towns, tapas are just little snacks like a small plate of olives or assorted nuts. But in several big cities on the Camino, tapas are a feast for the eyes and, more importantly, for the taste buds. Tapas are served hot or cold and feature such ingredients as ham in its various forms, seafood, cheese, eggs, sometimes vegetables, and they often come laden with tasty sauces. The olives and assorted nuts come complimentary with the purchase of a drink, but the others usually cost around two to four euros each. Generally, that is. In some bars along the Camino, you will receive one complimentary tapa with each drink you buy. Sometimes you will find pinchos instead of tapas. That's P-I-N-T-X-O-S. This is especially true in the Basque region of Navarra. The name comes from the verb pinchar, which means to puncture, and as such, many pinchos are skewered on a cocktail stick. The top cities for tapas and pinchos on the Camino are Pamplona, Logroño, León, and Santiago de Compostela. In these places, the selection is so good, in fact, that you may consider skipping dinner and just making a night of your tapas crawl. Tapas and pinchos are served to accommodate the normal Spanish eating hours, so they're usually presented around 6 to 7 p.m., 
which is when the pilgrims are ready for dinner, which is why tapas make such an excellent substitution for dinner. In the larger cities, tapas are also available midday, before and during the typical lunch hours, or roughly noon to 3 p.m. Tapas and pinchos are always accompanied by a drink, so let me explore that category next. And then I will return to the topic of tapas and share with you the details on where to find the best ones on the Camino Frances. Drinking in Spain is not that much different from any place else in Europe, or the world really, except that it's super affordable to drink well on the Camino. Let's start with wine. Spanish wine is in a class all its own. By the bottle or by the glass, there is just no reason to drink bad wine while on the Camino. Pilgrim friends have described the wine served with the Menus del Peregrino as, I'll put this in quotes, drinkable. In a wine-producing country like Spain, it is, in my opinion, a crime to drink any wine that isn't completely delicious. Granted, delicious is in the eye or the taste bud of the beholder, but if wine is your thing, don't hesitate to upgrade from the wine that comes with the pilgrim's menu. You just go over to the bar and ask for a glass or bottle of whatever you like. Wine is available everywhere on the Camino and is most easily accessible in bars and food shops. A glass of wine at a bar can be had for as little as 80 cents a glass for a house wine and up to 2 euro 50 cents to 4 euros for a glass of really good wine in one of the larger cities. Beer is served the normal ways in Spain in both bottles and from the keg, and a cold draft beer tastes fantastic after a long day walking the Camino in the sun. A small serving is called a caña, and a large glass is una jara grande de cerveza. Or you could just point to the tap and pantomime, big or small. Spain produces several beer brands such as San Miguel, Keller, Cruz Campo, and Estrella Dam. Plus, you'll find other European brands such as Amstel, Heineken, and Kronenbohr, and even the occasional Budweiser. For something different, try a Caña con Limón, which is the equivalent of an English Shandy or a German Radler, a draft beer with carbonated lemon soda. So refreshing. At the low end of the price range, you can get a glass of beer in some places for just a euro and a large glass for two to four euros. Bars serve up the usual soft drinks or sodas with the Coca-Cola company dominating the market in the north of Spain. Other choices include CAS, that's K-A-S, which is the PepsiCo's answer to Fanta. Cas comes in several flavors with naranja, which is orange, and limón, which is lemon, being the most popular on the Camino. Expect the bottles and cans of soda served in bars to be smaller than those found, say, in the U.S., and to be similar in price to a beer or glass of wine. Perhaps one of the greatest joys to be had on the Camino is the delicious 
fresh squeezed orange juice found in many bars along the way. Trust me on this one. Order it at the first bar you come to that has the fancy orange squeezing, juicing, oh my gosh, magic making machine. (laughs) There will be no turning back. This delightful beverage sells for about two to four euros a glass. For the long hours walking, you will no doubt want some fresh and safe drinking water. It's easy to come by in Spain, and you will find fuentes, which is the word used for a public fountain, tap, or spigot, all along the Camino to fill your Camelback Reservoir or reusable water bottle. Unless otherwise noted, the water in Fuentes in Spain is safe to drink. And water from the tap in your albergue or hotel or hostel is also safe to drink, unless your host tells you otherwise. Bottled water is available in every bar, shop, and supermarket. To add some electrolytes to your day, try the canned Aquarius drink, which has added potassium, calcium, and sodium chloride, and comes in several flavors. When it comes to spirits, absolutely everything is available in a Spanish bar. This includes all the international spirits and every kind of alcohol, and most at very low prices. While in Spain, why not try out some of the local libations? For example, pacharan is a liqueur made from slow berries, anisette, coffee beans, and vanilla. It's a specialty of the Basque region, but you can get it anywhere. It's usually served after the meal as a digestive, either over ice or more likely in a chilled glass. Serving size is usually shot size, so you order a chupito de pacharan. A chupito is a shot. Spain also produces some excellent brandies and other liquors. I haven't paid more than three to four euros for a generous pour of the spirit of my choice. Now, back to coffee, which in Spain is an all-day, everyday drink. Every bar in Spain, it seems, has an espresso machine, and if you order coffee on the Camino, you receive some type of espresso drink. Actual definitions of specific coffee drinks vary, as do the sizes of the cups. But here is a general guide to what's on offer. I will start with what seems to be the most commonly ordered coffee drink in Spain, the café con leche. This is a small cup with a double shot of espresso that is then filled up with hot milk. This one is also available in doble or double and grande large sizes. The default for the leche part is cow's milk, but more and more bars are offering plant-based alternatives like oat, almond, and soy milks. Next, the cafe cortado, which is a very small cup with a shot of espresso and just a splash of hot milk. Then we have the cafe solo, which is a small cup with a double shot of espresso. That's it, no milk added. You can also get a cafe americano, a lot like what we get in the U.S., but in a significantly smaller cup. 
This is a long pull of espresso or a double shot of espresso with hot water added. It doesn't come with milk or cream at all though. And I've found that if you ask for some, your server may give you a funny look. For all of these drinks, you can also order them decaffeinated. That's called Café Descafeinado. Decaffeinated coffee is less commonly consumed, but it is available. If they ask you if you want de machina, say yes or si. That means it will be made with the espresso machine, same as a regular coffee. The last one I want to mention is Café Bonbon. For a real treat, try this one. It's a delicious dessert-like drink. And what they do is they make different layers, first with sweetened condensed milk, then the espresso, and then steamed milk on top. And sometimes they sprinkle powdered chocolate on top. It makes an attractive and sweet treat. The best ones that I found are in Logroño at the aptly named Café Bonbon. Now, let's get some specifics on where to find the best tapas and pinchos. Now that you've got your drinks in hand, no trip to Spain would be complete without taking part in the culinary experience of tapas and pinchos. There's a wide variety of options along the Camino, so you have a great opportunity to explore and experiment. Let me give you some ideas on where to concentrate your efforts on the Camino Frances. I'm going to give you some specific street names and plaza names, so you may want to open up your favorite mapping app and find them as we go. Pamplona is the first big city the pilgrim comes to in Spain on the Camino Frances after crossing the Pyrenees and sorting out their Camino rhythm. What luck! Pamplona is located in the Basque region of Spain, so this food group is referred to as pinchos in Pamplona rather than tapas. Also, Pamplona is located in one of the best wine-producing regions in Spain, Navarra. The neighboring Rioja region has more prestige, but the wines of Navarra are delicious and they complement the pinchos in Pamplona perfectly. From the main square of Pamplona, which is called the Plaza del Castillo, several streets radiate out that are filled with pinchos bars. Start with Calle San Nicolas on the west side of the plaza for typical Basque and Spanish pinchos. Fantastic seafood pinchos are found at Bar El Gaucho, again, just off the Plaza del Castillo on the south side. And then from El Gaucho, find Calle de la Estafeta, which means the street of the bull run, which is full of more options. There are even a bunch of pincho bars directly on the Camino Trail. If you're not sure where to go, just follow the local crowd. They are the experts. And they are out in full force each evening starting around 7 p.m. Next up is Logroño. This big city is located between Pamplona and Burgos and is the perfect place to spend an entire afternoon or evening sampling the local tapas and regional La Rioja wines. Logroño has three whole streets dedicated to tapas bars. 
So you really could get a bit carried away, and why not? You can stop by the Tourist Information Office, located directly on the Camino at the west end of the city center, for a full-color brochure that guides you through the tapas streets. Calle del Laurel, Calle San Augustine, and Calle de San Juan. By the way, occasionally when I say tapas bars, people think I'm saying top-less bars. I'm not. (laughs) Tapas is spelled T-A-P-A-S. My favorite tapa is found in Logroño at two bars on and around the corner from Calle del Laurel. The tapa is called champis, which are mushrooms. They grill up mushrooms in salty, garlicky olive oil and then stack them three high on a slice of baguette and skewer them and a bay shrimp with a stick. Minus the shrimp, it's a vegetarian heaven for me. And if you're gluten-free, they can leave out the baguette. Either way, they are a bargain at around €1.50 each. Other tapas in Logroño go for 2 to €4 Euro each. Those mushroom bars, by the way, are called Bar Angel and Bar Soriano. Now let's get to the end, to Santiago. What a perfect place to celebrate the end of your Camino experience, Santiago de Compostela. With its almost seaside location, Santiago is home to some fantastic seafood tapas. The main food street in Santiago is just off Praza Obradoiro, steps from the cathedral. There you'll find numerous seafood options, including a Taberno do Bispo, home of possibly the best seafood tapas in Santiago. Forget dinner, just sidle up to the bar and point at anything and everything that looks good. There are many more tapas options in the historic center of Santiago, plus a huge selection of restaurants and bars. Perhaps the best way to choose a place is to just wander around, I don't know, until you can't stop yourself from going in. As for cost, tapas in Santiago are a bit more, and if you're really hungry, the tab can add up quickly. But on average, I've been able to get two tapas and a drink for around 10 to 12 euros. Now, my dear vegan and vegetarian friends, As I mentioned before, the landscape has been changing. When I first started walking in 2005, if something was called a vegetarian dish, it meant it didn't have beef in it. Pork, chicken, and fish were considered vegetarian. In one instance, I was served vegetarian lentil soup, which meant they had picked out the chunks of chorizo before serving it to me. Yikes. Now you will find albergues that serve an entirely vegetarian meal and restaurants with all-veg menus and cartas. And where there isn't an exclusively vegetarian restaurant, you will usually find a non-animal-based dish or two on the carta. You can always get eggs and cheese in the restaurants and bars along the Camino, and of course you can buy yogurts and cheeses in the supermarkets which leads me to the goal of being vegan on the Camino. There are a few vegan restaurants along the way, 
and all vegetarian places will offer vegan options. To be sure you get what you need, I recommend writing up your restrictions in Spanish on a little note card and keep it handy to show your server. The same goes for any food restrictions or allergies. Can't eat shellfish? Need a strictly celiac diet? Write it up, laminate it, and keep it in your wallet or bag with your money so you can present it when ordering food. The most obvious solution to the vegan and vegetarian challenge, though, is to cook your own meals. If you stay in the albergues, use their kitchens, and shop at the local alimentación or supermarket, you will have full control over your diet. Fortunately, it's becoming more and more, I'll say, normal to have different dietary needs. So there are some good resources available to help you find your food. I'll mention my favorite ones and I'll put them in the notes too. First, there are a couple of Facebook groups for vegetarians and vegans. And there is the ever popular Happy Cow app. My current trick is to use Google Maps and search for vegetarian near me. In general, I have found vegetarian options to be similar in price to meat-based meals, although sometimes the prices are even higher. And definitely don't expect a lower price on a pilgrim's menu or menu del dia when you choose the non-meat items. Okay, that was a lot of information. Now let me give you a summary of the cost of eating on the Camino Frances. Keep in mind, These are estimates, and prices vary from town to city to village, and they do change over time. Here it is. Each coffee drink plan on one to two euros. Each alcoholic beverage, wine, beer, spirits, plan on one to three euros. Breakfast, first and second breakfast, plan for three to five euros each. Or if you are at a hotel, 7 to 12 euros. Lunch at a bar, plan for 5 to 8. Menu del dia, or the evening pilgrim's meal, could be anywhere from 10 to 20 euros. A night out for tapas, 10 to 20 euros. How does this all translate to daily food costs? At the low end, you could picnic and prepare your own meals for 10 euros or less a day. If you plan to shop for your breakfast items, eat a pilgrim's meal each day and have one coffee and one end-of-day drink. Budget for around 20 to 25 euros per day. If you'd like to not have to worry or think much about the cost of what you eat and where, I would budget for 30 euros a day. You could go a little bit higher if you like to order a bottle of wine, possibly for the table every so often, but that should be a general guideline for what to budget for your daily food costs. However you do it, I hope you will have a chance to explore the regional specialties like local wines and cheeses. Eating on the Camino can be a significant part of your adventure as you learn to eat like a local and savor the experience. Now let's go to this episode's top tip, which is also about food and where to get it on the Camino. 
One of the biggest challenges for the first-time pilgrim is getting the timing right on when food is available. I often find myself hungry when the shops and restaurants are closed during the afternoon, or I end up passing through a town before the bar opens in the morning. What is a pilgrim to do if everything is closed and he or she is just plain hungry? Here's the tip. Swing by the closest gas station. Some of the petrol stations along the Camino have cafes or bars and they serve coffee and the usual bar fare. It may not be fancy stuff, but it will be something. If there isn't a bar at the petrol station, you can usually count on there being a small shop or tienda that sells snacks, beer, wine, and even some food items you could use to prepare a meal in an albergue kitchen. Don't expect fresh produce, but you may find packaged soups, frozen meals, and other items that can be made in a microwave oven. Think 7-Eleven. The best part? Petrol stations have the longest and most consistent hours of any Spanish business that I've seen, and they will be open early, all day, and then open late. That's it, my friends. I hope you enjoy eating on your Camino experience. Next up, it's time to pull together your Camino budget. See you next week. Bye for now. 